0: Well, our football coverage is uh, sponsored by the following uh, businesses that are helping us bring you all these fantastic football season we're about to bring you. So I want to start out with Kyoto Transmissions and Repair. They're a brand-new sponsor. Uh, Super happy to have them on board. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton Manufacturing. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent of Kyoto, Iowa. Homeplate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brake Sports Cards, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, and if you want to uh, help sponsor one of the teams, give us a call. We'll put you right in there. So uh, this guy's uh, team lit up the scoreboard like a deaf, dumb, blind kid playing pinball last year. We've got Coach Ediker of the Waco Warriors. Welcome to the program, Coach.
1: Thanks for having me, Dave. It's great to talk Waco football again. It's been a long time.
0: Well, uh, we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to go over the team. I want to hear about the roster. I know you lost some of the best players uh, in the history of uh, Southeast Iowa football, much less Waco football uh, from last year's team. But you still have a a really nice core of of team. But we're going to go over it. I've I've come up with a great way to do it. we will start with the quarterback. Uh, I want to know, I think your quarterback graduated, didn't he?
1: He did. Isaac Oswald graduated. Uh, we got a little uh, a competition right now for it. Uh, we have a junior that's come up. That's Clayton Miller. He played our JV quarterback last year uh, and is a, is a very athletic, quick kid. And then Reese Oswald, uh, Isaac's younger brother. I, should, I only say younger because he is not little because Isaac is, or Reese has is put in the work this summer. Uh, he is, he is um, beefed up and he is physical, and uh, they will be two different style quarterbacks. Reese will be a, a run downhill physical type guy, and and Clayton will be a make you miss guy, and I think we can have a lot of success with the two there, and and they'll, you know, they're going to battle out for who actually gets to start. Now, they're both athletic enough that on an eight-man field, if they're, we're not playing quarterback. They're going to be on the field someplace, but um, those are the two guys that we're looking at quarterback for us.
0: Well, uh, talk to me a little bit about you know, how long does it take to grow a quarterback to get him to do, uh, you know, like, just like Isaac Oswald, uh, uh, great quarterback, uh, year one or what the first year I started covering was two years ago. And then uh, Uh last year is a massive, massive improvement. You know what I mean? To where he's like one of the best quarterbacks in the state, you know, uh, but it, uh, it's a, there's a lot of apple to bite, I guess,
1: there, isn't there? There is. And, you know, and, and there's one thing about our system. I mean, you know, the coaches that, that play us, you know, we're not a we're not a pass heavy, very complicated pass team. Uh, you know, a lot of our pass comes from play action. And, you know, we want to develop the run first. You know, we, we, we want to pound it and then we're going to play action off of it. And as our quarterbacks grow, as you saw with Isaac, as Isaac grew over the last couple of years, we were able to throw more straight just passes. Um, you know, our JV doesn't throw a ton either, so Clayton doesn't have a lot of, of just straight uh, mm-hmm. passing attempts. But I mean, we'll, we'll bring him and Reese both in slowly with our play action, and, and we'll keep working on the other stuff. And as as we feel comfortable with it in practice, we'll, we'll add it to our game plan more. Um, you know, I think both of those are good enough athletes that they'll develop as we go through. Uh, you know, we're only one day in. We had camp last night for the first time. Uh, so we're only one day in and working on this. So we'll see how it develops. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a process. You are correct, because neither of those two have very many varsity snaps at quarterback.
0: We've got about three weeks and two days to figure it all out but uh um is there any younger kids maybe pushing for a little bit of uh, a time quarterback and say on the jv this year uh
1: you know jv wise uh nick west was a a freshman last year and we threw him in the quarterback uh we did not have a quarterback in that freshman class Uh, you know, in junior high, you know, we only have one junior high team. We don't have a seventh and eighth grade team. And and our quarterback in junior high the year before was a seventh grader. So there was no quarterback in eighth grade class. So we, we threw Nick West in there. Uh, he does a good job. He understands football. He, you know, he, he knows what's going on. Um, you know, he he's he's a you know, he's someone that can that can fill in and do the job if we have to, but you know, we want to stare those upper two and then as a freshman, you know, as is Hayden Shellman's a, a kid that's a, that's an athlete and I haven't seen much of him. I got one night of him, threw a ball decent pretty well last night, so we'll see how he grows into this also. Well
0: well let's move over to the running backs.
1: Well our running backs Reese is going to get some some work at running back too, but Loudenhausen Gay played our fullback for us last year, and he's going to slide back to our tailback spot this year. And, and Louden's just an explosive kid. I mean, he's a two-time state qualifier in wrestling, you know, his freshman and sophomore years. Very athletic, very, very. Wi- he's he's wired. He's strong. I mean, he doesn't look overly large, but boy, he is a physical kid, and he is he is strong, and um, he will be an explosive running back for us. And you know. Um, those will be the two main ones in the backfield. Uh, we have a couple, you know, we have a, a running back that we sort of slot out at receiver receiver running back combo type thing. And, and you know, we got some, some new kids that came out that are going to look to, to work out there. Uh, Hunter Hughes, who's been a, a very good basketball player for us here for the last three years.
0: He's got uh, athletic not- ability. That's uh, unquestionable.
1: Correct. And he decided about football this year, which we were happy for. So, you know, I think we can use him in, in that spot out there. Um, Isaac Rich was another kid that uh, was a cross country kid always before and and has decided to play football this year. Who's, who's got some speed and some athleticism that will that'll help us out there. And then, you know, that doesn't include the kids that we had already, Uh, Gage Samo and and John McLaughlin are two kids that played that position last year in the JV level. And I think can help us out there too. So between those four, I think we can, we can find some people to, to help us and, and help that passing game. I mean, those guys, all four of those guys catch the ball well out there. And, um, are sufficient enough that we can we can give them the ball out of our eye formation set and make some things happen too. So, uh, you know, it's you know we're we're glad we have options. I mean, you know, some eight-man schools don't have that. We're we're very lucky in the fact that we get 36 kids out for football again this year, the same number we had last year, and 17 of those are upperclassmen. So, you know, we have a lot of a lot of kids to, to work for and and have the kids compete for positions.
0: Well, uh, let's talk about you know tight ends and fullbacks. Uh, uh. Um, how, how are you utilizing
1: them this year? Here, here's the funny thing is is I'm going to bring up the exact same kid I brought up two times in a row now, and that's mm-hmm. Reese Oswald. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese is just going to be a jack of all trades for us this year. We're going to use him all over the place. Uh, he's Like I said, he's developed over the summer, big physical kid, uh, strong. Uh, he's an athlete. Um, he's going to play some tight end for us. You know, Colton Lichty was a great defensive end for us and backed us up at tight end last year. Uh, so you know he's gonna step right in and, and play some tight end in there you know so we got those two Joel Meyer uh, will do a, a nice job at tight end for us also Joel is so fundamentally sound we went to a, a lineman camp down in Mount Pleasant this summer and uh, and he just was so fundamental we sent our tight ends to lineman camp because we're, we're, they're tackles for us uh, and you know, and he did everything just fundamentally sound, um, you know, so he'll, he'll be a kid that will compete for some time in there. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm missing somebody in here, but, you know, we uh, those are all kids. Those three are going to do a, a good job in there for us. And, and Hunter's a big kid. You know, we talked about Hunter on the outside as a, as a receiver, but he's a big kid. We could, we could possibly move him down in there and let him play some tight end for us also. So, you know, it's just a, a matter of see how things shake out here once we put pads on and, and get things going next week.
0: Well, I'm gonna to have to send some oxygen over to Scotty Mel he's probably hard having a hard time breathing <laughs> about now. Well, uh, let's talk about the good hands, people. You had uh, you lost the Miller, the Thriller there, uh, and that kid had some great hands.
1: Uh, he did. And those kids we just talked about. I mean, I called him a running back, but I, that's not, that's our receiver position. I mean, those are our receivers out there. That's the position. And when I was talking about that, that's what they, that's what Mason played for us last year. Um, you know, we just did sub- We just did substitutions when we went to our formation. We took Mason out. and We put Loudon in, at fullback. And and you know, when we when we go to a a wider spread set and we want a, a receiver out there, we'll put one of those four guys I just talked about out there and 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 see what they can do.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about my favorite uh, part of the game. Uh, that uh, trench warfare. The offensive line. Uh, uh, we lost the, uh, the last hand Hildebrand, I believe. Didn't he graduate? We- ej-
1: we did. Cole and, and Drew, uh, those two both graduated. Uh, Chase Waterhouse was, a, was played every, not every down, but played uh, in that offensive line last year for us, and he's back. He's going to anchor our our, our line. Uh, you know, we um, we only need three guys in there uh, on eight man, so Chase is going to be a, a, our, our anchor in there. Uh, Brian Neal is, is, a, is another senior, didn't play a lot last year as a, as a junior, just because the seniors in front of him were so good. Brian's put a, a, a big summer in the weight room, too. Uh, very strong lower body. I uh, was watching him squat on our last day of of, of uh, weights here before dead week, and he did a really nice job. Uh, you know, very strong, very, you know, very developed. He was a running back as a freshman, and, and he's moved to, to, to center guard for us, and he'll do a nice job in there. Uh, Jonathan Heather's another one of those kids got some time at, at D tackle for us last year. Uh, didn't play much offense, and and he's a senior that will come back and and will will give us some time on that offensive line. Uh, we got another new kid, Trey Bird, and when I say new, he's just a a senior that decided to go out for football this year. Uh, you know, and the nice thing about him, when as a senior there, the line, our old line, our blocking scheme's not super technical, so I think we can get him up to speed, and he can help us some. Um, uh, then we got some juniors coming up. Owen Wolf and jeez, um, who that? Uh, Owen Wolf and Lane Bachman are two juniors that are coming up that will that'll help us step in and and, and fill in some spots. I mean, Owen's a Owen's a big kid. Uh, Owen's six four, you know, two something. Uh, just a big kid, and if we get him to be physical in there, he'll he will help us add to our depth in there. Um, and then you know we got a sophomore kid, Adam Stafford, who who's only played football for a year, but once again a big kid, six six, two seventy. That's big. Just just uh, a, a big kid that uh, wants to play football. I mean, he's very excited about it, and it, it's it's going to be it's fun. He's probably the one sophomore that we have that's going to get uh, you know, uh, i look right off the bat here and you know, he's still going to play some JV because he's still a sophomore and has one year of football underneath him, but he's a big kid that can help us too. So, you know, and like I said, we got three spots in there and we got about six or seven kids that really can, can work for it. I mean, the only one with experience right now is Chase. Uh, you know, Brian's got a leg up. He was our backup center last year. So, I mean, he had some experience, but not a ton, but I mean, the, those other five or six kids, you know, um, are going to work for that, that spot and, and just see what we can develop and, and we can get by the time we get to that week one game against Fremont Mills.
0: Well, Scotty uh, Melvin's favorite thing in on earth was uh, linebackers. What do we got?
1: Well, see, we lost a lot of linebackers. We lost all of our – well, we didn't lose all. Loudon's back. Loudon was our, was our, was our sandbacker – or was our, our rover last year. Um Loudon gay you know, he's he's a junior, but he's gonna lead our our linebacking core in there. Uh you know, we're gonna move him inside and he's gonna he's gonna do a good job. I mean there's you know there's not a lot of competition there. We know loudon's gonna be there and he's gonna he's gonna be athletic there. Um the other spots we're gonna have to to work at. You know, we talked about Reese Oswald, you know, beefing up and getting stronger and being a little more physical. Uh, you know, we'll probably move him from corner down into linebacker. Uh let him play some linebacker in there. I mean, in eight man when you play these double tight teams, your corners have to be linebackers anyway. So he he did a nice job of that last year at corner, stepping up making plays. So, you know, we think he can step in at linebacker for us. Um, Gage Samo, uh is a kid that that can step in, and he's a, he's not a not a real big kid, but but a very great tackler, very sure tackler. You know, we can work him back and forth between between uh, corner and linebacker. Some uh, Joel Meyer I mentioned earlier can play some linebacker in there. Um, you know, Clayton Miller we want to play a D back, but he can probably step in and play some linebacker. Lyric McCarty's another junior that can step in and play linebacker um You know the coaches keep keep bugging me to move Colton Licky back to linebacker. They think he'd do a great job back there, but boy, he's such a good defensive end. Well, I, like I, I, I don't, I don't see him moving too much. So, you know, linebacker is probably the one spot that we have the most questions, other than Loudon. But um you know, Coach Roth does a great job with the defense, and he'll develop someone to get him put in there.
0: Well. Uh you've you, you got a real tough assignment here because you're replacing a kid that's a two-time state uh uh first team defensive back uh, um and Miller the thriller there but uh uh you do you're i don't know about your team but they get a lot of turnovers that's something i've really uh, more than your average joe team uh gets turnovers and he's been leading the way so who how who how can you replace a kid like that?
1: Honestly, it's going to be funny, and he's not going to like to hear this, but it's going to be his brother that's going to replace him <laughs> back there. Um, Clayton actually clayton is on pace to have more interception now you know if you look at their first two years that mason had and the first two years clayton had i think clayton had one more interception as a freshman and the sophomore than mason did now i'm not predicting clayton's going to get nine interceptions each in the next two years like mason did that's incredible mason did a great job uh you know that's a huge number of interceptions and to do it two years in a row is, is just awesome uh but but clayton's gonna stay back there and, and play some corner um you know, I mentioned him at linebacker, but that's not going to happen very much. That's just uh, someone that could possibly work in there. You know, Hunter Hughes and, and Isaac Ritch are both oh, basketball Oh, I like players. Hunter Hughes
0: back there. I like, like that you
1: know, a lot. We, we we took Hunter to camp with us at, in June. He, he decided right away he was going out. He went to camp, and he did a really nice job at D-back for us. Um, you know, John McLaughlin and Gage Samo are, are two kids that are back again. Those guys are, are athletic enough to, to do it also. Um you know, we're a little thin back there, but uh, with Isaac and, and Hunter coming out it really has helped our depth and you know, we'll see how those two compete for the spots and, and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. We'll we'll be okay back there.
0: I, I, I'm gonna agree. Well uh, uh I'm really I, I wasn't exactly sure how Hunter was gonna fit into this, but now I'm really seeing his size and his his athletic ability is gonna really help the team. Uh, you got it you gotta figure it out and that's good to know. But Let's talk about special teams, uh, your special teams, I don't know, I mean, it was like the best in the history of football, but uh, again, tough to replace them in Reichenbach uh, on special teams, but what do we got?
1: That's a good question, uh, that's going to come, we haven't started working on kicking yet, although we had a couple, Joel Meyer and Colton Lichty, both were soccer players for us, this year we started soccer for the first time, and they were both soccer players, and And they stuck around after camp last night and were were kicking well into the dark. I mean, I don't know how they were seeing the football. Um, But they they stayed and kicked. Uh, You know, those two really want to do it. Uh, You know, we'll just see. We're going to have open tryouts, basically. Uh, you know, those two obviously have expressed interest and want to do it. We're just gonna have open tryouts. You're exactly right. Simeon punted and kicked for us for the last four years, uh, so we haven't had to worry about it. It just was. We showed up. We knew Simeon was gonna do it. too uh, the, the crazy <laughs> I mean... thing. There was the fact is Mason Miller was an incredible punter. Mm. Uh, Mason punted every day in practice and was an incredible punter. He just wasn't as good as, as Simeon was. Um, So, I mean, you know, we've lost a lot of depth there too. So, I mean, special teams is the one thing right now that is totally up in the air. I do not know what we're going to do. You know, we're going to kick extra points. We're going to go for two, you know, what are we going to do punting the ball wise? I mean, that is all something that's going to have to be worked out in the next three weeks here and just sort of see what, what our hand deals us. And like I said, that's something that we're just going to have to see how the kids develop.
0: Well, uh, I'm going to get into doing some JV games this year, uh, because I think that's a, uh, uh, an avenue that would be good for me because it wouldn't, I wouldn't have to be in the box with other media. You know, I could have, have a kind of thing to myself, do a, do a little scouting out, find out a little bit more about, about football this year. So I'll talk to you a little bit about maybe sometime that the JV's around, but I want to talk about, this first game, because you got this uh, uh, game in Des Moines uh, that intrigues me a lot. And I want our listeners to know about that.
1: Yeah, uh, we we, well, we did this last year where we went to um, Martinsdale, St. Mary's, and, and played them. I did them. We played Southeast Warren. And like a little showcase game, there was a game before between Winfield and Audubon and there was a, you know, sort of a great atmosphere there. And, and actually last year, right after the championship game um, in late November, early December, um, a guy from Valley Stadium, I mean, called me and said, hey, would you guys be interested in coming and playing in a in a very similar shootout again this year? Uh Coon Rapids Bayard has done this the last five or six years, not five or six, four three or four years. And it's always just been a single game. They played a single game on Saturday night in Valley Stadium and it was great for their kids and all this. And this year they've expanded it to four teams. So um at two o'clock, Coon Rapids Bayard is gonna play Turkey Valley. And then at 7 o'clock, we're going to play Fremont Mills. And, you know, same thing. It's a, it's a great time to get on turf and let our kids see what turf is. The stadium's big. It's a huge stadium. I don't know if you've ever been in Valley Stadium.
0: No, but, a, but I've, always, a, a, I've, I've heard a lot about it, and I want to go there. Keith Murphy was telling me about
1: it. Uh, yeah, it's it's an awesome place for the kids. I mean, it's not as big as the Unidome, but it's close. And it just isn't covered. I mean, it's an open-air thing. So, I mean, it'll be a great experience for the kids to, to see that atmosphere and be there. Uh, you know, Des Moines is a little further, right? We're talking two and a half hours, but we're sort of road warriors this year. Uh, you know, Central City's not real close for our scrimmage, and and Des Moines is a ways away, and at least we get Easton Valley at home. Uh, you know, that's another long trip, but they're at home this year. So, um, you know, I think it will be a good, good experience for our kids. You know, win or lose, Fremont Mills is a good team uh you know they they lost a lot i was looking at just doing a little scouting on them earlier and I, they lost a lot like we did but they're always they're always good uh you know i know coach ernest there uh, i've talked to him at, at clinics and at, at stuff and he'll do a good job of getting them it's gonna be a, a short game uh don't expect a long one i mean they threw the ball I, I was doing some stats i think they had 37 completions last year so that's about four a game for them they played 10 they played 10 games with the playoffs so uh they're going to run the ball we're going to run the ball and it's just going to be a matter of who can own the line of scrimmage and and who can and do what they want to do so it'll be an interesting game seven o'clock it's a saturday night game so that's going to be different for our kids uh because valley and southeast poker playing on friday night there uh this is a saturday night game so it's saturday august 26th uh you know so we'll leave in the middle of the afternoon you know our kids will have a a normal week of school that's our first week of school and we'll get up on saturday and and drive in and see what we can do
0: and give uh, uh me and scotty might even give a, a chance to to see it i'm i'm really i like, that's why one of the reasons i'm trying to cover some jv games this year is because friday nights i'm going to stay home and watch as many games as i can so that i can have that broad knowledge instead of uh or, or you know cause a lot of times i just go to the first half of the game then run home and try to see everything else and it's just too much work for me so uh-huh. i think uh, scotty's going to do the games of the week he's going to be at a different game every week he, you might even talk to twist his arm into coming to a Waco game or two.
1: <laughs> he might come. I, I believe he probably will.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's talk about the uh, uh, the schedule a little bit. We got a few minutes left. Can you uh, just kind of go over the schedule a little bit? With, uh, highlight some home games, maybe.
1: Sure. I mean, we're actually, um, you know, we're um, we're only an eight game schedule, and the state considers. Um, our Fremont mills are road game. So that does I mean, it's, it is a road, but like next year when we play Coon Rapids, we'll be a home game court in the state. So we'll only get three home games. So we're actually getting more home games than, than road this year. Um, the big home games we got, we, you know, we're going to start out the year with Iowa Valley at home.
0: Oh, that'd be a good one. And, they got uh, a new coach.
1: They do. And I got to, let me just pull up my schedule here. Cause for some reason I want to say, why am I thinking that one might be on the road? Oh no, it's at home because we go to we go to we go to Fremont Mills to start with. That's where we're. I know the teams. I'm not sure where they're at right now. Let me let me pull the schedule up here. Yeah, we got uh, Iowa Valley at home. That's the thing is Winfield's on the road. We're at Winfield. You know, so at home we got Iowa Valley week uh, week two. We get HLV and Eastern Valley back to back in the middle of our season. And then we finished the year with with English Valley at our place, so you know.
0: Does, does BG uh, 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 that team in Victor, uh, BGM, HLV or HLV? Yeah. Uh, uh, do they got a new coach?
1: They don't have a new coach, but they got some new players because uh, Tri County dropped their team, which we, well, okay. we don't have a week eight game. And Tri County is going to share with HLV this year. Uh, they were able to, with the new classification system, share and still stay eight, man. So, uh, you know, Tri-County had a couple pretty good athletes, but they only had a couple. They didn't have, you know, they still had to find five other kids to go on the field with them. And, you know, you take those three three or four athletes and move them down to Victor, and and HLV now can add those to their kids. That'll, that'll make HLV a much better team. Well, Tri-County uh,
0: so. don't have a lot of athletes, but the ones they got are good.
1: Correct, and they'll will really fit in with HLV. So that makes that sort of intriguing. Uh, you know, you know, we got the big game week three circled at at at, at Winfield. I mean, that's going to be a big game for us there. I mean, looking at who has what coming back from the uh this from last year i mean i gotta believe scott and the in the wolves over there are, are going to be the favorites to win the district uh you know they're wrong i always think we can win it it doesn't matter if we're, we're the year we went one and eight and finished last in the district going into the season i thought we could win the district uh i mean i have a lot of faith in our kids and, and things didn't fall right that year obviously but we <laughs> you know i still think we got a shot to win the district this year and i think a big game there will be that week three game against winfield and and you know, it'll be a it'll be a battle. It's it's a it's a rivalry anyway, that the, the two towns have a great rivalry between each other and and you know you know, I've known Scott for for a long time, about as long as I've been here, he's been there and, and he does a nice job over there and it's just uh it'll be a fun a fun week and a fun atmosphere that time.
0: Well he led his team to play off last year, so uh he keeps every year it seems like he just keeps stepping it up a little bit. A little bit. And he's got a couple got a couple uh cannons uh uh in his uh holster there. Uh, he does so that's, yeah that's gonna help you know, a little bit but it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun season it's always fun covering waco anything what what's going on over there why is everybody so so fun there's something good in the corner or something
1: i don't know i'm biased i've been here twenty two years i i moved here twenty two years ago and, and i i bought it it's a great community it's a great school uh you know but you know what you can talk to almost every coach that you talk to uh you know i just saw you posted one with southeast Warren and 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 coach down there I'm, he's going to tell you the same thing uh you know he's going to tell you that that's a great community and it's a you know you've been around small small towns in, in southeast iowa and all over iowa i mean i'm from northern iowa and clarksville's the same way you know they're, they're great towns there's great support uh you know there's some rivalries with some other teams and you, you think oh that's a bad that, that you know those are the bad guys but they're not everybody's are are really good iowa values good kids and it's just a matter of of getting out and having fun playing football on friday night
0: it's what's it's uh, the, the beautiful part of america is the small towns and it just hasn't changed any there and the all these towns focus on the small you know you're, you're you live in a town if you're in wellman or Kelowna, that you live in a town if you're in singleton you live in a town if you're in Minneapolis, you live in a town just like this that the whole community is so behind the schools and the kids and the, and the athletes and beyond you know what i mean they're 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 cheering for them all through their life you know and and that's the only way to really have a great town isn't
1: it it is it's it'll be it's it's it'll be it's it's fun to be in a town like this it's what I wanted to do when I got out of college and I'm glad I found a town that I like and it, it's been a it's been a great time
0: well uh, uh you, you mentioned the scrimmage that you're going to play uh, uh, I didn't realize I, I kind of skipped over that so that's okay uh, you want to talk a little bit about that and and what? How important is a scrimmage to you to make those last-minute decisions on? Because you've got a lot of decisions to make, coach. And and uh, uh, you know, I know you get some kids some playing time one way or another. But uh, you know, you, you got a lot of positions to fill. You got new. You got ones coming in, and, and uh, uh, some really good ones coming out. So, what? What? come and Talk to me about a scrimmage. Uh, you know that first. Uh, pads on with another team going at it. It's, it's got to be a big difference.
1: It's got to really. Help. That's it. It, it. really is. It, it, and Central City is a very quality opponent. Uh, you know, they came down to our place for the f- playoffs last year, and I think they only lost two or three kids. They, they're going to be uh, loaded this year. They got a lot of good kids coming back. Um, so it'll be a, it'll be an interesting scrimmage for us because we're going to be young and competing for positions, and, and they're going to be you know more experienced, just trying to sure things up. Um, but it's, it's very important for us. I mean, they, you know, we got a lot of these kids that have no varsity experience. And so, you know, to put it in a, in a game-type atmosphere, it won't be a game where there's a lot of pressure, but a game-type atmosphere where we can try some things and try some different combinations and, and get kids on tape, um, you know, some of your bigger schools can can scrimmage. We could do an inter-squad scrimmage. We have enough kids that we could do an inter-squad scrimmage, but that puts a lot of freshmen and sophomores going against varsity kids on a, on a scrimmage that we don't need to do. Uh, so the state allowing us to scrimmage another team is, is huge. Uh, you know, we can get a, a, a quality varsity scrimmage and a quality JV scrimmage in the same night and, and get both those kids, both those groups, some looks. And, you know, it's, uh, you know we've had week zero games the last – I don't know three, four, five years, whatever it is, and it's it's nice to have a scrimmage again. Uh, it really sort of makes camp a little less hectic. Uh, you know, we can try some things and then we can work on things and, and not have to be so pressed on getting everything ready to go. You know, as we go to that scrimmage, you know, if we don't have our our our, our two point conversion play down completely or our PAT down completely, we can still work on that the next week. Uh, you know, it's not something that could cost us a game because we're not going to keep scoring this. We're just going to go over there and play and. And see what we can do, and, and, and get some really good reps. And you know, I'm, I'm I'm excited to have a scrimmage and and have a chance to to prepare that way.
0: Well, I, I agree with you. I think that's a, a you know, when I, I used to coach little league, and I'd schedule four or five practice games because we learned more about the practice games. And uh, and, and you are always ready, always won the first several games of the season because you're just so much farther ahead than the other teams. But uh, let's talk a little bit. Um, did you guys, I know uh, the year before you had a, a kid or two play baseball with the Washington. Did you have any Waco kids play baseball with any of the teams this year? Uh,
1: I think we had we had, um, we had had four kids go up and play, I think. Um, the reason I say I should far, I just want to make sure I probably forget somebody. Uh, the two Meyer boys, Joel Meyer, who's going to be a junior for us this year, and Sam Meyer, who's a freshman, those two kids both went up and played. And then um, Nick Pasha and Tyler Rogers, who are two sophomores, who who moved in last year after the football season. So they have a a semester in their belt at Waco. So they seem like Waco kids, but they haven't been in football yet. Um, Those two guys both played baseball up there. So, you know, and actually those two, those two sophomores, it'll be interesting to see. They played freshman ball last year at Washington and, and, you know, they're down here now as, as sophomores and, you know, they're going to be, you know, just watching them in one night because we had one night of camp last night watching one night. They're going to be able to help us at the JV level for sure. And as they develop and, and get used to our system, who knows, as a sophomore, they might be able to help us at the varsity level. So, you know, it's just two more kids that get to compete for positions and, and have some fun.
0: Well, I, I appreciate you mentioning their names because, I, I mean, I know you didn't field a Waco team, but you had some kids playing. And I, I wanted to recognize yep. them for for doing that. And as I, I'm a guy that really loves baseball. And, might even go see a noon game in cedar rapids if we ever wrap this up but uh i get talking <laughs> to you and going but well is there anything we we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? anything you want to communicate to people any any events coming up or or things that we didn't get to talk about
1: no nope, i think we're good you do a good job of, of of having stuff ready to ask me questions and we cover a lot of stuff like i said just that scrimmage at central city and and then our game in and valley stadium and that's going to be different for some people so hopefully they you know can plan ahead and, and, and make the trip over and we have a good crowd over there
0: well this has been scotty melvin's favorite episode so far i'm assuming thanks for being with us coach
1: no problem thanks for having me dave <laughs>